Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And the reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because we are being podcasted in 25 different countries around the world, and people are listening to this during their own time zone and at their own time, and they can hear it all over again. The good thing about it is we are every Monday from 2 to 3 right here in Adelaide on Radio Italia Uno. And in the studio with me now we have Matt. Hi, Matt. How are you going? Hi. Good to see you again. Thank you. And thanks for coming in. And Ron, of course, doing Podcast City for us and podcasting for us. And without Ron, this wouldn't be able to happen. So thank you, Ron, for being here and helping us with this. And uh, today we've got a real special guest. But just before I introduce her and and let you know who she is, I'll um, just want to say thank you to all the people who have been um, sending me emails and messages. I think most of you that listen to the podcast regularly would know that a few months ago we did a uh, fundraiser for Nepal and the COVID um, pandemic that you know devastated a lot of people over there. Just did not have an income and could not get a job. Um, just didn't have any uh, any money at all. It's quite bad, you know, when you run out of money and you run out of uh, things to do. Normally, you just go and get a job, do something else, you know, but there was just nothing to be done for a couple of these families over there. And we were lucky enough to be able to be asked by the consulate of Nepal whether I would help. And uh, myself and a, and a couple of people got together and we raised quite a few thousand dollars in one evening. We raised over $7,000 plus a couple of donations that came in later in excess of you know, another few thousand that came in. So just want to say thank you to all the people who donated to that and all the people who helped us with that. Also, I got a couple of emails from people to say, again, it's wonderful how um, some people share their ideas and share their backgrounds and all of a sudden people think maybe their life is not as bad as they thought it was. And this happened to somebody who was in a really abusive situation. And this is business, but in business, people are affected and, and they can't do their work and they don't uh, concentrate as well. And all of a sudden, the boss wants to fire them. And then when the boss found out what was happening, they changed their whole attitude about it. So uh, I just want to say thank you to the people that were opened enough to tell us about it. And also, I have already rang the boss and uh, told them how proud we are of them opening up to their staff. And um, it was quite incredible. I had a situation also, and I want to share this because this is so important. There was somebody who was one of the top salesmen in his organisation and always the lead person. And everybody looked up to him and said, Doc, you know, like this chap is it and everybody's following what he does. And what happened was his sales started to suffer, his work, and he didn't sort of come into work as as bright and bubbly as he always did. And he didn't always stay around the office as much as he did. And he would be almost the last one to come into the office and, and always became the first one to leave. And everybody thought, gee, that's you know unusual. And But they said, oh, if he's finding it tough, everybody finds it tough. What actually happened after uh, some consultation with the boss, he finally confessed that his wife was going through major issues, health issues. And um, at that point, he was asked to share it with his other fellow employees and he didn't want to. He didn't want them to know. He didn't want anybody to know. But, you know, word got out fairly quickly that what was happening. Honestly, people do not understand the power of positive thinking and the power of friendship and how people can help each other And what happened was they all pitched in to help this chap. And they said, look, don't worry. You go home early and pick up the kids. Don't worry. You stay in and come back, come to work when you're ready to come to work. You know, make sure your wife's okay. Make sure you drop the kids off because he had to drop the kids off and pick them up because his wife was unable to do that. And for about two and a half months, he was coming in late, going away early. But all his work was done. 
all his clients were called by other people in the team. The production in that office actually grew in a period when every other company around them was suffering. They rose way above because they got that unity. And, you know, I can't help but say I'm so proud of the fact that these guys have all pitched in and helped each other, you know, and really formed a real a real good bond, you know, and that's what we talk about here in business and about being happy in business and helping each other and producing, you know, and helping each other to produce. So thank you for sending me that information. I'm so pleased that I had a small part to do with that. But I just wanted to share that how just something little can make such a big difference to everybody. So today, Matt, Thank you for coming in, Thank and you. and um, I know that you've got some questions already lined up for Ruth or some things that you want to talk to her about. Now, let me introduce our special guest today, Ruth Poserino. Uh, Poserino in Italian, it's Poserino, and uh, she is now uh, coming out of lockdown pretty soon in Victoria. Ruth, welcome to the program. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me here. Oh, it's a pleasure nice, to have you here. Nice to meet you. So... Now, Ruth, yeah. look, let's let's just start from the beginning because, you know, it, it's a pleasure to have you on. You and I have spoken um, in the past, but and we spoke about just recently how all the things you've done and all the many, many, many things you've done and what you've achieved, and but you haven't always had it easy. Some people think, oh, look, you know, they're born with a silver spoon in their mouth or they've gone to university and got all their degrees and are uh, doing very well. Sometimes... That's not what makes people successful. Having a degree doesn't necessarily make people successful. And you're running a leadership academy. So personal leadership academy, yeah. Sorry? Personal leadership yeah. academy, the absolutely. Yeah, so you're running a personal leadership academy. So tell us about that and then we'll talk about other things as we're going, all right? So what, okay, all right. what made you start that? Go on. <laughs> well, actually, let's let's start at the beginning, as as you began to say before. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I I did actually come out of um, extreme trauma in uh, childhood, and you know, coming through a very very dangerous environment, not um, knowing that I'd even reach adulthood, with this flame inside me and a vision. My first vision, you know, uh, at the age of five years old, standing on the mountain and and leading the people, I really had no other choice but to step up and, and you know and fulfill that. To be honest, it was a long, hard road. It has been a long, hard road to get to where I am now, and I've had to learn how to uh, basically write on this blank sheet of paper that everyone seemed to have, you know, <laughs> clues yeah. about, and. Uh, you know, starting from scratch in so many different ways over and over and over again, understanding myself, mm-hmm. understand, learning to understand people, learning to understand how to, uh, you know, communicate, how to relate, how to be like everyone else and having a very, very different uh, start in life has helped me to be able to break things down into the smaller, smallest pieces and show people, anyone, how to move through where they're, where they're at, yeah. where they're stuck. So that, that's amazing. personal leadership yeah. is about, yeah, it's about stepping up. It's about being, you know, being resilient. It's about being resourceful. It's about being able to be resourceful when you're, when you're really feeling like there's, you know, there's mm-hmm. no way through. Yep. Well, that's amazing and, because uh, a lot of people are going through that now. You know, a lot of people that I've coached in the past have said, you know, like, oh, yeah, but my background is really bad or, you know, they've made a lot of excuses. And 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 I understand their excuses. I understand that that's, you know, like, and just this last weekend I was doing a course with a, a just a small group and I, I the biggest thing that came out of it is don't let your circumstances control you. You start to control your circumstances, and that's what you're saying. You know, at a very early age, absolutely, you realise yeah. that you. Well, it's easy to say that though. Which it's oh. really, I mean, something I've come to learn is that you know, so much training out there talks about what it is that you should do, mm-hmm. and don't show you actually how to do it, yes. how to take that first step. And for one person, that step might be, you know, 
I suppose, the first step in five. And for someone else, it might be the first step in a thousand to get to the same point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, so being able to break it down and see what, okay, you know, that the tiny little increment is and being able to step into that is very important. And so that's what we're doing. Yes, here. I, th- I that's think. That's what we're doing now. Yeah, I think that's the important part that people have to realise that where they are is not where they want to be. And as soon as they realise that this is not what I want in my life, this is not where I'd planned, you know, if somebody could wake up and say, hey, wow, this is exactly where I wanted to be today, you know, uh, I would say that, I don't know, I'd probably say 90% of people wake up tomorrow morning and it's not where they actually wanted to be. Uh, you know, we know that the the richest 1% only are the rich people. The, the rest of them are 99% that are not as rich as they want to be or they're not where they want to be, you know. And um, so at what age did you realise that you wanted to change where you were? Five. At five? So at the age of five? At five. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had my first vision at five. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in the Blue Mountains bush um, by my favourite waterfall. Mm-hmm being with nature, escaping my, you know, yeah. my home experience, you know, for a few hours and, yep. you know, drifting off into dreamland. And I had this vision. I was standing on top of the mountain with my arms open wide and the world was listening to what I had to say. And I had no idea what that was. Yes. Excellent. I just know now it's about leadership. I mm-hmm. know now it's about, you know, being the best version of yourself. And, you know, yes, I do have the degree, but you know, incidentally, but, you know, it, it wasn't really necessary. It was just part of my journey. Yes. The qualifications, the experience, stepping into different types of roles and having different types of businesses along the way. It was all part of me learning how to be the best version of me. Excellent. And taking that next step. So if, you know, people today, what's a, a, a takeaway that we can have from, you know, t- talking to you? What's one of the things you'd say to somebody straight away, you know, if they wake up tomorrow morning and they're not where they want to be, what's one of the first things you'd say for them to do? There's always choice. You can always choose. That's very good. And so, uh, you know, no, no matter where you are <clears> and <throat> no matter what the obstacles are, no matter what this, you know, situation is you find yourself in or, you know, the confidence you feel you don't have or, or whatever, there is always something mm-hmm. that you know that is, I suppose, an opportunity that you can step into at any time. Yeah, it's and funny. And so, um, yeah. you know, what, what it is you feel most aligned, sorry, what yeah, it is you, most, you feel most aligned to or most, most drawn to, mm-hmm. yeah, um, is usually the biggest clue. Yeah. That's interesting because a lot of people say, oh, my God, look at that. You know, I'd give anything to have that. I'd give anything to have that. And yet they give nothing. They don't do anything about it. Look, yeah. Ruth, we have to take a break because the 15 minutes are already gone. So we've got to come. <laughs> we'll come straight back after this break. All right. So hang on. Don't go away. Thank you. Radio Italia Uno and Brazier Mobility present The Voice of Italy's Legends, Music and Extravaganza. Saturday, November the 20th at Woodville Town Hall. After last year's successful show, this one promises to be even better. Featuring great classics of Italian music with performances by Teresa De Gennaro, Paolo Mascia, René Albuino, Angel Manzella, Emma Peluso, Mambo Italiano, Nina Fantasia, Angela Cutri, Rocco Carpentieri, Sebastian Votino, Michele Battista, Pasquale Battista, and Daniela Fontana Rosa, hosted by Marta Marcosca. Saturday, 20th of November, doors open at 6:30 p.m. Tickets are $40 per person. With limited seating, tickets will sell fast. Book yours by calling 8212-3177. 8212-3177. The Voice of Italy is proudly sponsored by Brazier Mobility, specializing in tailored vehicle solutions to keep you active. Radio Italia Uno, the surprises never end. Better, better for life. As your parents get older, at some stage it's likely they'll need your help. At Southern Cross Care, we'd love to help you help them. Our wide range of quality home care services are designed to take care of mum and dad, their health, home and even garden. We're compassionate, capable, police checked and proudly South Australian. If you want the best home care for your parents, 
call 1-800-852-772 or visit southerncrosscare.com.au. Better, better, better for life. October is Australia's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It provides an opportunity for us all to focus on breast cancer and its impact on those affected by the disease in our community. Breast cancer remains the most common cancer among Australian women. Survival rates continue to improve in Australia, with 8 out of every 10 women diagnosed with invasive breast cancer now surviving 5 or more years beyond diagnosis. This relies on women self-examining and regular mammograms every two years. Take this time this month to find out what you need to know about breast awareness and share the important information with your family, friends and colleagues. Breast Screen SA phone number 132050. 132050. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. 87.6 FM Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you very much and thank you for listening to all our radio sponsors. And please, like I keep saying, please support the people that support us. We are here at Radio Italia Uno in Adelaide and we're being podcasted around the world. We go to about 25 different countries and growing all the time. And thank you so much to the people who keep recommending us to their friends, their relatives, other students and business students who listen to it and uh, from the university here in Australia and recommend it to their friends at other universities and different professors. I was speaking to a professor the other day on a Zoom call from Thailand and he was saying uh, thank you for sharing the information because he was using some of our information as part of his lecture. And uh, it's quite interesting how that happens. So thank you for everybody for doing that. And of course, Matt, you had a couple of yeah, questions. Yeah, sure. We kept talking during the commercial break, so there's a lot going on yeah. here in the yeah, studio. Yeah, so Ruth, I, what, I, what I thought I was hearing you say before is really you're – Business is predicated on the idea and trying to get people to understand that they need to take responsibility. Am I correct in saying that? Yes. And, and, yeah, and that they can hold themselves accountable to, um, you know, to what it is they're doing and what it is they're choosing and where they're going. Mm. Absolutely. And, and, and you're working with some really large clients uh, and some around the world so yeah. how, how are you, I mean, I have two questions. One is what made you excited to, to have this uh, business and to, and to get this message out? And how do you get the message out to these big clients and large organizations? We work um, mostly with LinkedIn, mm-hmm. have a very, very uh, large network on LinkedIn. So this is how we're, you know, having our initial conversations. Um, a lot of joint venture partnerships as well. We have many, uh, many business owners in, in many different countries who are interested in um, joining with us because we all do different things and we all want to make a difference. Mm. We want to help as many leaders as we can. And, you know, I suppose to answer your first question, which was uh, more around, you know, what is it people come to us for? 
Is that what you were asking before? Well, I'm asking um, what, yeah, what, what, how you, you said your message is, is basically getting people to understand they need to take responsibility. They have options. They're not victims. So how are you yeah. get? what made you passionate about spreading that message and, and how do you get it across to large organizations, you know, when you're not working with people directly one-on-one? Look, ultimately, it is about uh, mindset, systems, and people. And there is a gap somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think and there's so a lot of And so how do we get it across? <clears throat> we identify where the gaps are. So, for, for example, if, what kind of systematic gap would there be in a company that would force people to, well, not force people, what, what would lead people <laughs> towards not accepting responsibility and being engaged, do you think? <laughs> the, systematic, the systematic gap is, <laughs> is often related to communication. Mm. It's quite interesting um, how uh, communication is, is undervalued. Mm-hmm. Or, let's say, proper communication. Uh, over, uh, yeah. <laughs> proper communication. <laughs> yeah. What the oh, hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Bloody hell! Get out there doing. What are you yeah. doing? What are you doing? You know, abusing and 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 stuff like that is <laughs> yeah. not good communication. No, but no, no. Um, yeah, there's yeah. There are there are a lot of there are a lot of nuances in communication that are poorly understood. Yeah, I think. But what would some of those be for the listeners to be educated? You know. And hopefully sure, you can, can wow them with your keen insights and maybe even pick up a couple <laughs> clients. Shh, don't tell anybody that's what we're trying to help you with. <laughs> no. Uh, look, what, what we do find with communication is, let's say, uh, the, style of, the style of verbiage and body language uh, doesn't always fit the person that they're speaking with. Mm-hmm. And, and the person they're speaking with will often feel pushed at rather than working with mm-hmm. the person who's communicating. So it's often a one-way street. And if it is two ways, there's still one decision maker. It's not so Socratic. And so the way we work around that is by showing everyone that they have an equal part to play or you know, great value in the, um, in the relationship. So if, Oh, sorry. I thought you were done. I, know, no. <laughs> I was going to say, if we're, if we're talking about a, a boss and employees, um, for instance, often the boss will, uh, will be making the decisions and the employers will be, uh, will be taking the decisions that have been made by the boss mm-hmm. and following on with that. And they're waiting for knockoff time and they're leaving at knockoff time. <laughs> and they're not... <laughs> and they're packed up half an hour before. <laughs> Mm. And they're not often, uh, you know, they're not putting their um, their best juice in the game. Yeah. And so for a business to to really listen to the employees, to really understand that everyone has a great value, to look at a more people-focused approach rather than a systems-focused approach in the building of their system, then they have the opportunity to have uh, systems that work for them and the people playing their best game. Mm. So yeah. let me recap what I understood and tell me if I'm off mark, okay? So <laughs> so basically you're saying you try to coach people on how to know their audience, you know, understand who they're talking to so they know the most effective way to talk to them or communicate there with them. There are so many different things. That's one example, mm-hmm. yes. If the leader doesn't understand how to communicate effectively with the people that uh, that they're speaking with, they're not actually going to be able to bring the best out of them. Mm. And of course, everybody's different. So you've got to know the audience you're speaking to. Okay. So Absolutely. and then and you're and you're suggesting what we used to say in the old days as sell versus tell type of management. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also, you want that to be more precipitatory, where they're involved in. It, uh, in you know giving their feedback and feel like they're in on the decision so they're sold so that way people want to accomplish the objectives because they feel like there are objectives rather than just uh, the boss's objectives is that is that pretty absolutely. much what you're saying? Okay. Yep. yeah absolutely and they have skin in the game yeah and they, so you know if you have you know say you have five employees and or you have um, you know five people under a particular leader 
And each of those has their part to play and they're very, very clear about what their strengths are. Yep. And those strengths are being nurtured and they're allowed to grow and develop or they're given the opportunity to grow and develop in that role to be able to, um, you know, work towards outcomes in the way that they see best fit. Then you'll go, you know, you, you're going to have five people, then the leader, six people who are contributing to the results. Mm. rather than one and some helpers. Mm. Yeah, but that's just it. And even um, Matt just sent something out on uh, one of his uh, uh, media releases about in America and how many people are disengaged at work and how much Absolutely. it cost, how much it cost uh, the average uh, year. It's like four to five hundred billion dollars in lost mm -hmm. productivity. That's a huge amount of money. That it, is it, actually absolutely. more than I made last week. Yeah, I know, I'm much mm, more, I'm yeah. sure. But, I you mean, know. you made more than that, but I Yeah, didn't. I know, last week I made. <laughs> I had a good week. Yeah. But <laughs> the point is that the average uh, person, and even here in South Australia and in Australia, I got quite a lot of information coming to me about uh, people who are going through anxieties and, and depression and, and all this sort of stuff and don't want to go back to work or don't want to go back to where they did work or they don't want to go back and do what they were doing. And there was such a huge amount of people that would not go back or don't want to go back to do what they were doing. So we're going to go right back to what you said right at the beginning is, you know, at some stage you've got to wake up and say, why am I doing this? And what would I rather be doing? And let's start working towards that. And I've just been coaching a couple of people in a small group, a professional group, and two of them are doctors. And they don't want to be doctors. They never wanted to be doctors. And they were told literally from a very early age by their parents, oh, you're going to be a doctor. You're going to be a doctor. And, and just made them uh, study and and go to private schools and all the rest of it and you know there's no shortage of money but they were told they were going to be doctors you know another chap is a chemist and he said look I, I love science he said but I hate it now <laughs> you know he said I've come to hate it and 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 that's the thing you know and it, uh, they sort of love what they're doing but they've come to hate it you know why they're doing it and and what they're doing and how they're doing it so we've had to reprogram it and my wife uh, was on the program a few months a few weeks back as a clinical hypnotherapist and she's been uh, coaching and and helping these people through and i'll tell you what the remarkable turnaround and one of the chaps he's in his very early 30s he's in his early 30s he was an expert in his field he was held in a in a job and just made to do everything and then he realized his worth, he wasn't being valued for what he was doing, but he was valued what, what, what you know, to give him more and more work. And what happened then, he actually found a better job and started believing in himself. And once he started believing in himself, then he went out and got a better job. But more importantly, he was then headhunted to another organization and getting three times the amount that he was getting in his previous job, you know, because of self-worth, you know. So yeah. this is what and this training is you know, all about. Absolutely. Like at, at the end of the day, um, <laughs> regardless of what you've been told from outside you, yep. you really do know what it is you're about. Okay. Yeah? We'll come back. Let's, so we've got to take a break. <laughs> Hang on to that. We'll come back with that. You know what you're about. Okay. <laughs> thank you very much. Sorry. The time flies. It's 11 minutes already. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Ron. Yo, ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone, granito, marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now. 8266-2280 Unique Stone We won't be beaten Come on Que stai facendo? Yo Chiama adesso When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe You think an Adelaide institution A family restaurant That's been providing The finest Italian cuisine For almost two decades Coffee of the highest quality And staff that treat you like family 
spacious COVID safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them 8232-3006 to book or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home and just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like Mighty South Aussies when shopping with us, which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals and great food lives here. Foodland, the Mighty South Aussies, yeah! Have you heard of podcasts? Podcasts are like having a personal radio station that people can listen to on demand about topics they are interested in. And now thanks to Podcast City, you can record your own podcast and have your own on-demand radio show. You can use our professional recording equipment at the studios of Radio Italia Uno or Podcast City can come to your location with our mobile studio. Podcast City can just record your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit, and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, call Radio Italia Uno on 8212317 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. Hi, Deb here with my business partner, Dave. Join us each week on Friday, 6 to 7, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, for Mental Health Talk, a show where mental health is everyone's business. Every Friday from 6 to 7. Sponsored by Mental Health Partners. Radio Italia 1 Sito internet www.italia1.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you for listening and thank you for podcasting and sharing it with your friends. Of course, um, all we're here to do is to try and help people be happier in business. And that's why we call it happy business. And of course, the hardest thing to do today, unfortunately, because of the COVID and because of all the other restrictions around the world, it's hard to be happy in business. And a lot of people finding it harder and harder. But we've got special guests on every week uh, that can give you a lot of great advice, give you great examples of what they've done in their lives in the past and what they're doing now to fast track it out of COVID and fast track it in other ways of their lives. And please support the people that support our station. And of course, if you want a a product or service that you have, please let us know. We'd love to support you by letting everybody know about it. So, you know, we're giving very, very good specials. We've got some special, special specials before Christmas. So come and see us and we'll help you to advertise your product or your service here on Radio Italia Uno and on Happy Business Radio and all our podcasts around the world. Now, uh, thanks to Ron, of course, from Podcast City because he's the one that helps us here to uh, record that. Matt is here with me mm-hmm. and our special guest today is Ruth Poterino. Posterino, sorry. I've got it. It's Italian, posterino. I've pronounced it Italian way instead of the English way. Posterino. Allora, um, I'll speak Italian for a while. Ciao, come stay. <laughs> no, it's all right. Keep it in English so everybody else can understand. Now, just before we went to the ad break, we were talking about how you know what you want or you know who you really are. And most people want to become somebody else. And a lot of people that are not happy where they are. We've got, you know, reports every day coming out from the COVID, coming out from uh, magazines, from reports and the rest of it, that people do not even want to go back to where they were. They don't want to go back to their old jobs. They would rather do something different. So 
this is what, Ruth, you're doing with your academy. This is what you're doing with helping people and people in business and how to work through these things. And the questions that Matt was asking before is all related to that, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I, I really truly believe that everyone knows deep inside themselves what they're about, yeah, who they really are. Unfortunately, our society pushes us and we're, we're uh, you know, trained in from a very early age to follow what we should do and what we're told to do. Be compliant. Um, you were saying, were they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we find that, you know, internally we're fighting that and we've got all these conflict that's just growing and growing and growing over our lifetime because we're not following our true path. Mm-hmm. Um, what it is that you really, really want to be doing, <laughs> you, know, tend, you know, we tend to not do because we've got others who speak louder than our own, you know, internal voice, mm-hmm. which is a real shame. And so what I, I really want to bring to the world and hopefully 25 million people at least uh, before I die who can be impacted by this, uh, by this knowing mm-hmm. very, very important that we are true to ourselves and we know how to actually do that. Well, that's um, what we're talking about now. We're talking about how to realize who you are, what you want to do and reprogram yourself to, to be a better version of yourself or the best version of yourself, you know, and that's what you said right at the beginning about how. And how do you do that? Yes. You know, how do you do that? Yeah. Who do you listen to? Well, Matt was and, saying during you know, the break about that, you know, yeah. how some people you go up to them and say, oh, no, you know, these guys. What were you saying, Matt? It's not Well, I, I think there's a lot of naysayers. Na- yeah. What we, we call the naysayers that are out there that say, oh, well, this whole industry of coaching and leadership development and all this, that's just a bunch of, you know, fluff that really doesn't have a lot of value. I mean, it's just common sense stuff i don't need that but that's why their business is where they're at that's why they're not (laughs) no seriously (laughs) i mean that's the truth the truth of the matter is most of the people who have said to me in the past oh look i don't need your services i don't need this you know and i say well where are you going to be in five years time where are you going to be in 10 years time you know i've had clients that have come back to me you know, four, five, six years later and said, you know what, we've had a consultant come here five years ago and he did this business analysis for us and, you know, a big binder and all the rest of it and it's over there in the shelf. And I said, well, have you read through it? Have you gone through it? No, no, no. Well, you know, three years ago we had somebody else came in and he did an analysis for our business because our manager then told us that we should get it done and I said, well, why don't you do it? If your manager told you to do it, why didn't you do it? Oh, no, I sacked him, you know. And I said, you know, like they say, the fish rots from the head first, you know. So it's the <laughs> boss. Yes. You know, what sort of boss are you if you're going to uh, employ these people and then not take any notice of them, you know. I, I find interesting, and hopefully you'll take this in as a compliment rather than something else, but I find interesting the more old I get, and the more I work with professionals uh, and, and specialists like yourself, the fact is that we're all going back to the ancient knowledge. We're just packaging it differently and trying to impress upon it on today's generation. I mean, basically what you said, know yourself, is, you know, this above all things to thine own self be true. Hamlet, Shakespeare. Yeah. I mean, it's the exact Absolutely. same thing. Yep. You said the exact same thing. We're I mean, it's Hamlet. You learn this stuff it's in high school. But we're ju- yeah, we, we just, just need to it. package this in such a way, and that's leadership, I guess, packaging it in such a way that the penny finally drops for people so they can be them, their best selves. i tell you what I found. i tell you what I found, and this is important because it made me realize and made me a better trainer. What happened was I was doing sales marketing and teaching uh, insurance people how to sell insurance and how to sell the product and the rest of it. And the company that employed me, because I was working in Asia for over 10 years with this one particular company, doing a lot of their uh, training, and the the guy said to me, oh, we're bringing in a new group of salesmen and we'd like you to, to teach them and bring them up to speed as quick as possible. So I said, yeah, no problems. And I went back to basics with them. And I said, these guys know nothing. You know, the girls and guys know nothing. 
this other trainer that was there who happened to be an American, he was trying to get in them and fast track them and give them all these will whiz bang uh, ideas. And I said, nah, I said, that won't work with these guys. I said, because they've never, ever been salesmen. I said, if you get somebody who's the salesman and you say, I'm going to help you become a better salesman, it's one thing. But if you've got a guy who's never sold anything before, you've got to go right back to basics. Basic. And then you go really basics. Yeah. Then you do a course, which is like a sales training course. And then you do an advanced sales training course. So you break it into three different lots. And as soon as I made that uh, you know, realisation, all of a sudden, people said to me, wow, we'd like you to come to my company. And I kept working and I, I worked in Asia for over 20 years doing sales training for a whole lot of different organisations. And that's the, the key point that I made, that I learned myself that there are people coming in and they are totally green, have never ever sold anything in their lives or have never really had to go and canvas for business. You know, there are some people here who I call order takers. They're not salespeople. And with all due respect, I'm not knocking them, but they come along yeah. and say, they go to a, a, a service station and say, how many bottles of Coke do you want? How many cans of this do you want? How many oil do you want? How much, whatever it is, you know, how many packets of cigarettes do you need? They're all different salesmen. They all claim to be salesmen. But at that point, but they're not, now, I'm not they're knocking them, not. but at that point, if they mm. realise that they are just order takers, because the guy yeah. says, well, look, I haven't sold this stuff. I'm not going to buy another 10 dozen. I only need three. Well, I, I don't want to poo-poo what you're saying here, Peter. You can't, but, because it's true. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, actually. I mean, the, I, rea the reality is everybody is a salesperson. Okay, they're just I, not I using their sales too. skills. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I mean, they there's no. I mean, that's when right. when you're when you were a kid, well, not you because you spoke concept. Italian, but when you're a young a little boy, concept. you're you're selling your friends on whether you like whether Spider Man is better than Batman. When your dad yeah. says no, you can't have the car. You don't go. Oh, okay. You're selling to get that car. You know, yeah. when your mom says no, you can't wear that dress outside. When you're a lady, your daughter your daughter is selling the mom on. She's a big girl and she can wear that dress. <laughs> So we're all salespeople. It's just they need to. It, we, it needs to be yeah. applied, and they need to understand that. That's, That's the right. first step. Then you What's can start it? training them. Yeah, yep. That's what I was it's saying. About being conscious about it too. Yes. You know, and you know, everyone. You're right. Everyone is a salesperson. Everyone is a leader. Yeah, but they got to make them aware of that. They're not conscious about it. They're not conscious about it, and so therefore they're not actually um, utilizing it in the way that they can to get the kind of influence they need or, you know, um, to yep. be able to, you know, sell the product. <laughs> you know, well, it makes, it makes oh, sense. Yeah. I'm going to just make one oh, comment. Yeah. Come on. It makes sense that you said that because you have uh, led the, organized the conferences for Tony Robbins in your CV, but you're basically saying awaken the giant within. So yes. very keen insight Absolutely. from you, Ruth. All right. Thank you. We're going to take another break. We'll come straight back after this. Thanks, Ron. At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with a Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, proprietary limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100.
Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. Get ready, Australia, for the Now We're Talking show. I'm Cherie Rowett. I'm Susan Knapp. And I'm Elizabeth E. Lames. We have inspirational interviews, empowerment campaigns, and we love keeping the conversation going. Join us every Thursday at 6pm at Radio Italia Uno. 87.6 FM Adelaide Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1 Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato Chiama all'82 123177 Radio Italia 1 E anche tu sarai un numero 1 Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you very much and thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting Happy Business Radio and Radio Italia Uno. Um, every Monday from 2 to 3 here in Adelaide uh, and on, on your apps and however else you want to hear it. And of course, podcast through Podcast City on Happy Business Radio and uh, on, on our Facebook, you can uh, hear it anytime you like and go back and listen to other programs and listen to whatever you missed, you can hear it over and over again. Now, Matt, of course, yeah, thanks for coming in. We've got a, a, a few minutes left. And Ruth from Melbourne, she's smiling, yeah. she's happy, she's so excited. <laughs> like, a, you know, a, the night before Christmas, everybody's so excited. And the whole state of Victoria is going through this about to be free, um, unfortunately. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I have noticed the energy of my friends that are, I've spoken to in, from Adelaide to Melbourne, and they really have. You know, they've, they've got this anxiety, this um, uh, depression that's been lifted from them simply because they know that in a few days' time they're able to go out and see people. They're able to go and, you know, drive around and all the rest of it. So it's wonderful. Now, we're talking about business and how to be happy in business. Now, Ruth, you've given us quite a, quite a few good tips. But the one thing that I, I really want to leave everybody with is the fact that wherever you are now is not where you're going to end up, you know, and you have a choice. You have a choice. There are people around you. There are people near you. There are people that you can go to and ask, and it doesn't always cost thousands of dollars. It sometimes doesn't even cost hundreds of dollars. It could be, you know, 20, 30, $40 to buy a ticket to see somebody and, you know, a presentation and you think, wow, that changed my life or that hearing something made you change your life, you know, then made you go on to something else. I was talking to somebody Look, here. Sometimes, go on, please. Oh, no, go, Ruth. Go, go. <laughs> sometimes it could be as simple as just, you know, doing a Google search on, you know, some things that are interesting to you and realizing that, you know, I've got those skills. Actually, I could do that myself. Mm -hmm. You know, years and years ago, um, I had, uh, you know, someone say to me, hey, read this book. And I read it and I thought, oh, that's a really great idea. And I started a cleaning business and yeah. it pulled me away from, you know, being trapped at home, it gave me freedom and independence and opportunity. And, um, you know, I developed cleaning products while I was, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> while I was cleaning people's houses. And, Excellent. Um, you know, uh, I had a, a team of girls, six girls, and they were all the mums at home looking for independence and freedom. So, well, that's what so we talked about. There's always a way you can do it, yeah? Well, look, there's always I a way you can step out. A few months back, Ruth, uh, you may not uh, have heard this, uh, but a few months ago, we had somebody here in the studio who um, was talking about four or five different businesses they had started over the time. And then I said, hang on, hang on a minute. Let's go back and tell me what were the businesses? What what individual businesses were they? 
So she told me, and one of them was a cleaning business. Then there was another business and another business. And then she was making these craft things and selling them at, at craft fairs and friends and relatives. Now, during this lockdown, although we weren't in lockdown for very long in Adelaide, one lady had all her kids home during the school holiday period and they started making these little craft things, like centrepieces for the table. Somebody came along and said, oh, wow, I'm doing an engagement party. Could I have 25 of those? And then somebody saw them and said, I would love those for my wedding. And the at the venue, the venue uh, organiser said, hey, we could buy some of those from you instead of from somebody else. How How could you make some for us? And in my area where I live, there are big signs on the top of Telegraph Pulse, and I've mentioned this a few times. It says, homemade crafts with an arrow pointing to this lady's home. These are the sort of things that people are starting. But more importantly, somebody in Singapore heard about it, told their friends in India, and somebody in India is doing it. And the other day, I got that message from Bhutan that somebody in Bhutan was starting one of the businesses one of the ladies here was talking about. And they've got a whole lot of people in a village making uh, the same things that this other lady was doing. So it's quite interesting how sharing an idea can really help people or just picking up an idea can take it, you know, the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. Yep. And if you follow what it is that, you know, that you really feel inclined to do, you're going to mm -hmm. make more of it. Exactly. And share yeah, it with you others. Really end up, absolutely. The more you share. It'll become something for you. Yeah. Yes. I honestly, like the more you care, the more you share, the more you share, the more you care. And please keep Ruth. sharing, keep caring and keep helping each other. Time's up until we meet again, Ruth. Thank you very much. Thank you for being part of our Thank show. You. It's been a Thank real pleasure having, having, it's been a pleasure having you and uh, we'll have to talk soon. <laughs> and Matt, thank you for oh. coming in. Pleasure's all mine. Yep. And Ron, of course, thank you for doing that. And well, until next time, thank you very much. Arrivederci and goodbye. Bye. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.